You're listening to the New Beginnings Chiropractic and Life Coaching Podcast with Dr. John Baker, where we are dedicated to serving corrective care chiropractors, their staff, and mankind with multiple layers of excellent service, knowledge, and love as we continually inspire some of the happiest, most prosperous people in healthcare on our planet. Hello, New Beginnings. Absolutely, positively sure that today is July 1st. Think about it. Yesterday, I had so many amazing calls. The numbers are definitely getting better. Most people's energy is getting up, up, up. Two people yesterday are having a little tough time, but we walked right through it. Here's the thing, folks. You know, bad days happen. In this case, you know, bad, day, bad months can happen, but they don't last. They don't last. Good people like you last. Today's topic is called staying amazingly focused. See, you know, there's so many tools, there's so many pieces to this, but my thought process is this. Staying amazingly focused is mechanical, meaning physical. Like you can do things and and you could check in every single time you're someplace and you could say if you're in the office, Dr. Baker, where are you right this second? And if Dr. Baker's thinking about Danielle, that's unacceptable. Yes, that's the love of his life. Yes, that's the mother of his children. Yes, that's the love, the love that he spends spending the rest of his life with. But there is no room for John to ever think about Danielle in the office unless she comes in for her visit. Now, guess what? John isn't there to think about Danielle because Dr. Baker's there. So be where you're at. Staying amazingly focused isn't just about in times, you know, it's easy to stay focused when you're having the time of your life. You're laying on a beach, your, your spouse is there, your significant other there, your friends are there, maybe the, their kids, everybody's kids are there. It's easy. You got a pocket full of money, your credit cards are flush. Staying in a nice resort. Staff calls you and says, hey, didn't want to bug you. Guess what? Would never answer the phone. I don't answer the phone when I'm on vacation for my staff. Now, I did for you folks as my clients, but I don't for my staff. Because when I was in that practice, Dr. Herline, Dr. Farrell, Dr. Spencer, Dr. Starachi, Dr. Jung, everybody who worked there was more than capable of doing their job. I gave them direction and I left. And, you know, Dr. Herline not only was a student who came, you know, to us at Baker Chiropractic in New Beginnings, but then he was an associate. And then after several years of training, he was an owner. But I got to tell you, from about a year on, when I went on vacations, I didn't think anything besides how awesome he was and the team was. What am I telling you this for? Because if I called my office three, four times a day, or they called me three, four times a day, am I really a leader? Am I really focused? How about this? Am I really giving my wife and children and friends all the attention they need? See, you want to stay amazingly focused, number one, don't be a multitasker. But I am a CA and I answer the phone. And I, I know. But if you are a CA at the front desk and you answer the phone and you process patients and you process new patients and you differentiate salespeople from new patients from established patients and you run doctors and you run doctors off and you run other CAs, you, if you really want to be amazingly excellent at what you do, you have to stay amazingly focused at the one thing you're doing. And you might say, but there's six, but there's one at a time. See? 
But you don't know, Dr. B. Yes, I do. There's one thing at a time. I've watched some of the best CAs on the planet. Uh, I've watched some of the best CAs on the planet. I've watched Megan Miller for coming up on 15, 16 years, I swear. I watched Candace Husky for, you know, 10 years. You know, I've watched Maria down in Escondido for, gosh, like 10 years in my, you know, 8, 10 years. I got to tell you something. They're amazing, and you might think they're multitaskers. And listen, I can go down the line. I can talk about April at Chiropractic First. I mean, I can go down the line and pretty much name at least 30% of everybody listening right now. And I'll tell you, it's you. And here's what it is. They don't do six, seven, eight things at once. The greats do one thing at a time, and they may end up doing six, seven, eight things, but one thing at a time. When you think about the CAs at Ocon Family Chiropractic, and you think about the fact that they can serve 300 visits in a day with one doctor. You think that's doctor's magic? Or do you think that's CA magic? Do you think they're looking at it going, 300 people? No, they're looking at one at a time. Hi, Jeff. Hi, John. Hi, Steve. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Michelle. You know, it's just one at a time. So you want to be amazing? Number one, be where you're at. Always. Always be where you're at. Never be at work thinking about anything other than the patient in front of you. Never be at home thinking about anything besides the world around you right there. Meaning for me, I go home, you know, down to one child at home. And my daughter is 16 going on 30. So she's working 40 hours a week as a hostess. She's training her volleyball team. She's training her track team. The girl's gone 80 hours a day. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, wherever she's at, she's 110% there. When she's a hostess at E3, she's the hostess at E3. When she's training the track team at Steamboat High, she's training the track at Steamboat High. When she is training the volleyball players at Steamboat High, that's what she's doing. I got to tell you, you want something done, ask a busy person. The other day, I asked her a day, and she goes, well, I'm taking... um, the Kremery kid to volleyball, keeping everybody in shape there. Coming home, Ali and I are going to go grab lunch at the shack. Going to work the afternoon shift. You know I'll do such a great job. They'll probably keep me past 5, 6, 7, into 8, 9, 10. Probably close. And I should be home by 10.35. I'm like, hey, could you do me a favor? Now I want you to think her day is planned from 7 a.m. to 10.35 p.m. I say to her, can you do me a favor? She says, absolutely. I said, can you... Stop by and pick up the mail. Absolutely, Dad. So you want something done? Ask a busy person. I say to my daughter that night at 10.36 when she comes home with all the mail in her hands, I go, hey, thank you so much. She says, you know what? You want something done? Ask a busy person. And Lord knows I'm busy, Dad. We give a hug. I go to bed. Huge smile on my face. Like, doggone it. You know? And I'll hear people on these calls like yesterday on Tuesday saying, well, You know, I can't get my teenager to do anything. They can't get this, can't get that. It's like, you know, teach your children to stay amazingly focused. And that's one thing at a time. One thing at a time. In our offices, guess what? If we don't think about home, how do we do that? Well, if home is a dog or a cat, we have somebody let them out during the day. We don't rush back and forth, my opinion. See, we don't think about it. We certainly don't bring our cats or dogs to the office, my opinion. Why? Because if we want to be the best of the best, we have to appear as the best of the best. 
We had a chiropractor one time. She had four cats that she brought to the office every day. She said, I can't grow. I said, that's because 70% of people don't like cats and or have allergic reactions to cat or dog dander. So 70% of the world instantly stays away from you. Here's, here's her response. You don't understand. Like my patients really, really love my cats. Like I think if I wasn't here and the cats were here, they'd still come. Yeah, you're 12 patients. You're 12 cat loving patients. That's awesome. But if you want to grow a practice, like I would never come to your practice because if I pet a cat, my eyes flow, slow shut. Like there's all this argument. What you want to do if you want to stay amazingly focused, have a clear plan. When you're in the office, be in the office. Now watch this. When you're doing visits, daily visits, your energy is probably a 7, 8, 9, 10, 7, 8, 9, 10, 7, 8, 9, 10. Now you got to go do a consult. I don't know anybody who can go from a 7, 8, 9, 10, bam, right down to a 2 or 3. I know I never could. I walk back in the bathroom. Dr. B, go save a life. Settle down. Dr. B, go save a life. Settle down. Dr. Baker, there's an opportunity in there to save somebody's life. Go in and save a life, bud. You got it. Bam. Now I go in and do my consult. As concerned and as connected as I could possibly be today, knowing I'm so much better today than I was five years ago, which means I'll be so much better five years from now than I am today. See? Put that person in the exam room. The exam doctor takes over. Now I can go from a 234 exam, excuse me, 234 console to report energy right to a 7, 8, 9, 10. That's the easiest thing for me. It's like climbing up a hill is no problem. Whether I'm on a, on a hiking expedition or a motorcycle, I never had problems going up, but boy, I was terrible at going down. You know, I was terrible at going down. I could usually go up on expeditions with 60, 70 pounds on my back. I could go up a hill quicker than I could go down because on the way down, I was afraid of falling. On the way up, I was just chasing the view. So I want you to think about being where you're at. If you were to put your uniform on, so, you know, a basic overview of New Beginnings doctors, male doctor, white long sleeve shirt with tie, well-groomed, dark slacks, dress shoes, but comfortable, and socks. Socks. <laughs> now, I get it. Some of you wear those short socks. They can see your ankles. That's a matter of style. You keep swimming with the current, but that's as risque as you get to be. Female doctors, you know, uh, we believe that a lab coat with your name on the shoulder, on the, on the lapel is, is very important. We believe the clinic name on the other lapel is, is very important. And that's your uniform. So when you're in that uniform, you could say to yourself, Dr. B, are you right here right now? Good, then go serve these patients. Dr. B, are you here right this second? Absolutely. Then go serve those patients. Dr. B, where are you at? I'm right here where I'm supposed to be. And you might say, do you really have those conversations? Guess what? Yes, I do. Why? Because it's so easy. And most of these doctors that I coach are so creative. They're watching 20 TVs in their mind at one time. And they can't figure out what BJ said. You know, I mean, think about it. You can't anchor to an unanchored mind. If you were to just make that a little different, it would sound like this. Very hard for most of us to keep up with super creative people. Super creative people are thinking about this, 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 this. They're thinking about that, 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 that. They're thinking about that, 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 that. And they're multitasking like 20 TV shows at one time in their mind. Well, that patient in front of them doesn't want to be one of 20 channels. They want to be the only channel. 
And I can tell you what I know about my wife, and that is when I come home, she doesn't want to be one of 20 channels. You know, one time when we had seven businesses going full steam, um, four amazing kids, two daughter-in-laws, that was before we had, uh, we had one grandchild at the time. You know, people would say to you, how do you do all this? Like, how do you do that? And I'd laugh because I am not a multitasker. I'd say, I can only do one at a time. It's like, it's like climbing a mountain with a backpack on. You don't look at the eight hours of climbing. You look at one step at a time. So I want you to stay amazingly focused and be where you're at. So when you're home, in my opinion, that should be the only thing in the world. And when you're sleeping, that should be the only thing in the world. And when you're in the office, that should be the only thing in the world. Now, in the office, we break it down into management of staff. And I love the concept of catching them doing things right. It doesn't mean I swept the things that were done wrong under the, uh, under the rug. It means that I focused and obsessed on the things that were done right. And I live by a rule. If my staff wasn't performing up to my expectations, I did not train them or stimulate them or lead them enough. And I can do better. If I couldn't figure it out with that person, of course, I'd have to replace them. I can't replace me, right? Adjusting is the easiest thing I believe we do as doctors. I think CAs, processing established people, is the easiest thing because they already paid. They already love us. They're referring friends. They're bringing food. They're doing today, you know, air high fives. They're giving you air gifts and air presents, and everybody's having a great time. I think the consultation is a different energy. The report's a different energy, and the orientation is a little mix between the two. So if you want to stay amazingly focused Know where you're at and be exactly there. Now, at home, it's the same thing. Some of us have a significant other, and most of us are very, very thankful for that. Make sure we're not only thinking that, but we're saying and acting that. <laughs> Some of us have children, uh, and make sure that we're doing our role there. You know, I had said to myself, I can think of at least a dozen times where I said, after I did my role as a parent and I went into my bedroom and into my closet and closed the door and cried, that why is it so much work to raise great kids? It's not. It's so much work to not raise great kids and have them at 40 years old living in your basement. So, you know, my wife and I have had so many extensive conversations. We're incredibly proud of our children, but at the same time, we never stop. Once they turn 18, you know, we never stop being available to help them with, in my opinion, the right decision as opposed to the convenient one. So staying amazingly focused is really interesting at this time because if your town's team or your city's team or your state's team, however you'd say that, or your favorite team just won a national championship, it's pretty common that everybody would be wearing those jerseys and talking about it. It's really easy as a CA or a DC to get sidetracked from thinking and doing what you're supposed to do. And when you get sidetracked, guess what? You become one of the mob, not the director of the pack, which is, sorry, you don't like the responsibility, but being a CA is a responsibility. Being a DC is a responsibility. Um, you know, it just, it, it just is what it is. We can let our hair down and do what we want when we're out of the office. But when we're in the office, we have to stay amazingly focused on our responsibility. And that is 
And, and you could answer this question, I believe, with four questions. Before I answer this, before I say anything, will this do one of four things? Excuse me, will it help all four things? Number one, will it help us serve more people? Number two, will it help us work less hours? Number three, will it help us make more money? And number four, will it help us have more fun? And those are all, number two, three, and four, are all secondary to serving the person in front of us. You know, no offense, but if you take care of, you know, I was going to say LeBron James, but I realized I don't know anything about basketball. I don't even know what team he plays on or if he still plays. So let's go back to 1991 when Michael Jordan was playing with, with the Chicago Bulls. If I'm taking care of Michael Jordan, and I didn't, but it would have been cool. If I'm taking care of Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan comes in and goes, hey, we just won the three-peat. I got you this jersey. I probably take that jersey and I say, thank you. This is probably worth thousands, if not tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. This is an amazing gift. I'll never forget it. But Michael, you have another gift, and that is that you're in front of millions and millions of people. If you feel it in your heart, and maybe I'm palpating, so I stop and I say, or in your spine, and I apply some pressure. More importantly, reach out and tell people about corrective care in this office. See, always be servant. Always be servant. You want to stay amazingly focused in today's day and age? Somebody says, Dr. Baker, what do you think about COVID? I go, you know, I'm not a medical doctor, but as a civilian, I think God had a plan here. What the plan is, I don't know, but I'm going to follow it with faith. And I know this, people like you and your wife and your four children getting adjusted are always going to suffer less in any pandemic than people who aren't getting adjusted. Why don't you ask this question for the next two weeks to everybody you talk to? Hey, what do you think about corrective care at Dr. Baker's office? See, stay exactly where you're at. Don't get sucked into the vortex. Well, I don't really believe in this garbage. I think it's a government scam. I think it's a conspiracy. Don't get sucked into the vortex. You know, I mean, I got to tell you, the easiest vortex for me to get sucked into is media should be eliminated. There should be no news ever on TV, ever, unless it's good, my opinion. Now, how far would that go? <laughs> I bet some of you are going, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, but is it practical? Is it real? Is it ever going to happen? No. So why fight the battle? I just don't watch the news. And if I catch myself watching it, as soon as I feel uncomfortable, I change it. Be exactly where you're at. You want to stay amazingly focused? Number one, be where you're at. Number two, be where you're at. Number three, remember who you are. At home, you represent your family. In the office, you represent your office. All its patients, all of chiropractic and all of corrective care chiropractic. You have to remember exactly what your mission is. And that way you do it. What's your mission at night when you fall asleep? Just before you fall asleep, that one micron before you fall asleep. You know, for years, and all of you that know me pretty well know, oh man, Baker never sleeps more than three hours. Baker never sleeps no more than three hours. A couple of years ago, I had a pretty good head trauma. And when I healed, I became somebody who sleeps seven to eight hours. Guess what? I didn't fight it when I slept two to three. <laughs> it gave me an extra four, five, six hours a day on everybody else. 
I didn't fight it when I started sleeping seven, eight. I said, this is awesome. Must be time for me to sleep more. I never fight against things. I always fight for things. I'm going to ask that you fight for staying amazingly focused as a doctor because that pressure of being a doctor or a CA, that pressure of that authority, it is a privilege. It's not a curse. And then when you go home, if you're a mom or you're a daddy, or you're a spouse, or you're a significant other, or you're the owner of a dog or a cat. Be the best at those things. You want to stay amazingly focused? Commit to it. All right, Baker out.